All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Build My Online Tour podcast. Sounds a little different here. That's because we're here in person. So, how you doing, Terry? So, uh, Travis was here, what, five days ago? Yep, I arrived about five days ago. Yeah, so we're just hanging out here, and it's uh, Saturday here, so we're recording an episode uh, for you guys on Sunday. So this episode actually comes from his recent trip in Singapore where he had the idea. So uh, what are we going to talk about today? Well, so the, the big question is, do you want a hard life? Or do you want an easy life? And this was asked to me by another entrepreneur person I met in Singapore, and it kind of it kind of hit me pretty hard because it's a weird question. It's like, do you want a hard life or do you want an easy life? And it was hard for me to admit, wow, I guess I want a hard life, you know? Yeah. So what was the Singapore event you went to, just to give some context? Yeah. So it was the um, it was the Dynamite Circle event. Yeah. Dan yeah. from the Dynamite Circle invited me to come out to this event, and it was really Dan's a really nice guy. Uh, if you have a chance to meet him, I highly recommend meeting Dan. But it was a event. I think it was they were hosting an event about wealth management. Yeah, it's like wealth management. If you have like cash laying around, yeah, like high net worth guys, what do you do with this investment? And it was really cool. The this particular part of it was like free drinks it was for all the people that were actually going to the event but Dan invited me to come out anyways <laughs> so that was really that was really nice of him it was one of those moments where you look out and it's right on the like the little bay the like harbor of yeah Marina Bay Sands yeah yeah. Right there. yeah so you know I'm doing I'm drinking all this stuff for free and getting like free little appetizers and talking to all these entrepreneur people looking out at the Bay of Singapore and I'm like this is pretty cool like it was one of those like wow moments. You have a good story where you talked about the other day where you had this janitor at your old job at, at GM. So what was the story about? Sure. So when I first graduated college, I got a job consulting, and you know it's a really good paying job for someone in their early twenties, like just out of college, no experience. Uh, just to be upfront, I was making like eighty thousand dollars a year, which when you don't have any expenses is a lot of money. So anyways, fast forward, I ended up consulting for General Motors. And every day I'd go to work and all my, my boss and all my coworkers were like, you know, anxious or like thinking about work and constantly kind of stressed out. And every day I'd go to work, the janitor would be li- literally whistling and just with a giant smile on his face and say, hey, how's it going? Every day for two years, I saw this guy who's probably, I assume, making, you know, $40,000 a year, all, very little money. And he was the happiest guy in there, probably making the least amount of money out of anyone in that building, but by far the happiest person in there. And that just blew my mind. It's like, here's this guy. I'm like, why Why am I not that happy? Yeah. Well, one thing I realized too is that we were talking about our finances this past week, and I was looking at how much I made before I left my job, and like this past year, it's like nowhere close, but I didn't feel unhappy or anything. Oh, Whereas right. like back yeah. then, like I would go home bitter and like, yeah. Wanting to leave and stuff like that. And, was, and, and then that's when I realized that, hey, you can actually separate both things. But I think when you're in that position where you're not, like it's like a very hard thing to change in your mental model. Absolutely. So Terry, do you want a hard life or do you want an easy life? Well, let's talk about what a hard life means and what easy is first, right? So one thing you brought about was you wanted a challenging life, kind of as a side segment. Yeah. So when, when he first asked me this question, the, the entrepreneur guy in Singapore, I didn't know how to answer it right away. And my, my first thought's like, I want a hard life. And then I'm like, well, that seems weird. Like, who says I want a hard life? And I'm like, no, it's not, it's not that I want a hard life. It's that I want a challenging life. I want to, and that's what I enjoy. I enjoy when I have a goal and people tell me I can't do it, and then I do it anyways. Yeah. And like, 
for instance, Terry. I, I told Terry he can't get 200 people on his thunderclap, so <laughs> now I hope he gets it. But I love when people, like even uh, a small example was I went to junior college, a community college basically, before I went to USC uh, for engineering. And to transfer for engineering, you have to take a lot of units. And everyone told me, oh, it's not, you can't do it in two years. But I was like, no, BS. In my head, I, I didn't want to stay there longer than two years because in my mind, anyone that stays at community college for longer than the two years is kind of a loser. Yeah. And so I ended up taking, I think, summer school every semester, winter. They even had a winter session. Yeah. It was like five weeks, just super condensed. I'd you know, take 18 units a semester. But it, it didn't matter. Like It was never a question in my head can I do this, can I not? It was a matter of, here's a challenge, oh, I'm gonna love this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it, basically. Yeah. And I think one thing that comes with hard life, when we say hard life, we don't say like you're washing dishes or being a janitor in that hard. It's more of like sure. doing the hard things mentally to have a life that's more fulfilling too. So I think one thing to notice is that we're all trained to seek comfort. Mm -hmm. I think even like as we're hanging out here, like, oh, it's easy to just lay around and, you know, not do anything. Whereas we're going to go see the War Museum later, do some other things, too. And I think breaking out of your comfort zone, well, staying in your comfort zone is easy, right? You just go yeah. home, watch Netflix, do whatever. But, like, to do the hard work of, say, hey, say you go home, you work on your business, you know, 12 hours a day, 16 hours a day. That's the hard part, right? So that really comes from, you know, when you want a hard life, you work it the hard way every day and out. But in the long run, it becomes easy. Yeah, I'd even say one of the hardest things I've done in the last couple of years was quit my job. Like going and realizing, hey, this money isn't everything. And it's not that it was physically hard, but it was just like being able to finally like muster up the courage to quit was kind of one of those hard steps and saying to myself that, yeah, from here on out, I'm gonna try to make my own money. Yeah, well, the, the hard and easy thing I think in that model is that it's easy to just work a job and collect a paycheck. Sometimes you, maybe you need to, Yeah. but if you don't need to and you just do that, because someone else has a responsibility of giving you the paycheck, right? Yeah. Whereas if you say, hey, I'm going to just quit and try to figure out my own way to make money, that's a really hard thing, too. Because oh. you know if you make... Because it's like a day-in, day-out game. Sometimes you don't make no money, sometimes you make money, and it's never consistent like a paycheck. And that's the hard thing you got to live with, too. Absolutely. No, I mean, before I quit, I, it was the easiest money I'll ever get in my life because I'd show up to work, stare at a computer, yeah. and to be fair, it was also, like, draining my soul, but... Yeah, no, 100%. And it, there has been a, periods of time since I've quit where it's just, it's the hardest thing I've done is like working and just continuing to do it. But actually, I think this kind of is a topic we were going to talk about is I was willing to put in all that hard work for this idea that one day it will be an easy life. Yeah. And especially like when you do your own business, like things don't, you don't see results right away. Mm -hmm. Even like say PPC ads, you need to let it run for like what, a week, two weeks, maybe a month just to see anything you can tweak, right? So... And, that, and that's hard because it takes time and you don't know if it's going to work out too. So. Absolutely. Whereas if you just you know sit in the office, do whatever, it's the easy thing. Yeah, and I think that the entrepreneur mentality is like really hard up front with that hope of easy life after. And the janitor, well, the janitor is an, an anomaly. I mean, that's a whole yeah. other topic. But you, most people, I feel like they kind of want that easiness their entire life, like a mediocre easiness where... When I think of the entrepreneur, they want really hard and then like laying on a beach, sipping, you know, pina coladas kind of idea. Yeah. Well, I also think is too, I think society glorifies that beach and the pina colada thing mm -hmm. where you don't see the guy who pulled his hair out for like five years before them. Like, look like, at like, like Tim Ferriss. Like, yeah. In Far Work Week, he had this supplement business that was doing like 80K a month and he couldn't sleep. But they don't, he doesn't talk about 
how he built that up to 80k a month. Which I love that story, actually. Yeah. I mean, he, he in the book he talks about how he would have, you know, he'd be sleeping under his desk during Thanksgiving and like. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. His uh, fiance left him because he was working so hard. I mean, obviously he doesn't talk at length about it, but he alludes to the fact that you're gonna have to work your ass off to get to that four-hour work week. Yeah, but I feel like it's so much easier to focus on the easy side of things. Sure. That you don't, you miss it, because he only talks about that for like less than half a chapter, right? Yeah. And if yeah. you gloss by it, you've completely missed that part. Yeah. I think it's not until you actually quit your job, do this thing, that you realize, okay, it does take time to get anywhere, unless you get lucky or you're in some spammy industry that's blows shady, up. Yeah. Like you're selling penis pills or something. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a guy we, I met. Which is a guy here. we know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, even that, he's working hard, it sounds like. That's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, though. I, I guess to me it's still that idea that... So not so much, you know, sipping, uh, drinking pina coladas on the beach, but to me it's doing exactly what I can, I'm doing right now, where I can take six weeks to uh, travel around Asia. And it doesn't mean that I'm not working at all. I'm still doing some work here and there, but it's that idea that I could. I yeah. could, you know, have that freedom, basically. Yeah. So let's move on into another thing that's hard and easy. Let's talk about health. So one thing I noticed is that you're super healthy when you eat, like you eat raw broccoli. Like the other day I took Travis to the grocery store and he buys this, you know, satchel of vegetables. And normally you like chop it up, you boil it or whatever, you cook it. He just like sits on the couch and like eats it raw as if it's like an ice cream cone. And I, I was like, wow, that's hardcore paleo right there. Broccoli, broccoli, cauliflower, I find to be awesome just like munching food, like watching TV. Because I have that instinct, like everybody does, to just sit and like eat popcorn or eat chips or whatever. But I found if I replaced it with broccoli or cauliflower, and this isn't, most people are going to listen to this and be like, you're freaking crazy. You know, I kind of geared up to this. But now to me, it's like, it's enjoyable. It, it's more about, I know it's healthy. So it's like, I, I don't regret. It's not like when you eat a bowl of chips and you're like, oh, yeah. I feel shitty afterwards. Yeah. But at the same time, it, it fills your stomach up where you're not craving shit food. And at the same time, like, it just gives you something to do. Like, well, you're eating raw vegetables. Doesn't that taste weird at first, or maybe at first? But I've done. I've I've like gradually eaten healthy since I was, you know, I don't know, 16 or something. Yeah. And so for anyone listening, that stopped drinking soda. Like I don't know if you've stopped drinking soda for a while, and you go back to drinking soda, you're like, oh my god, that's disgusting. Yeah. Stop eating fried foods for a while, and you go back and you eat fried foods. You know, every once in a while, it's like it tastes good, but you're like, I can't believe people could do this every day. Yeah. And it's the same thing that happens. And for me, the broccoli thing is just, I don't know, it's, it's, I know it's healthy. Like it's one of, it's the only thing that's undisputed. Like you get a hundred dietitians in a room, they'll argue about everything except for the fact that green vegetables are good for you. Yeah. yeah. So. True, true. So going back to hard and easy, like the hard part is to eat raw vegetables every day, I guess, right? To give up your fried food, your ice cream, your popcorn. Sure. At first, but you know, it becomes it becomes easier, I gotta say. But yeah. Yeah, but generally speaking, that's the hard part. It's to change your sure. whole diet. So if you go out with friends, oh, I can't eat this, I can't eat that. That's like a hard thing to do, right? Yeah. But the easy part is that, hey, you'll have a healthier life and, you know, knock on wood, nothing fatal disease, things like that. Yeah, so the example you kind of gave before was, uh, you know, you, you spend the years eating relatively healthy and then you don't get cancer so you don't have to deal with it as opposed to the person that eats crappy their entire life and they get cancer or diabetes or you know has a heart condition and it's like oh well now you have cancer and you have to really work hard because you have to go through chemotherapy and stuff like that yeah and usually by then you can probably sort of reverse it but it doesn't count as if you did it like for the past 20 years like yeah exactly you don't get that time back too it's you're, you're having a relatively easy life for 20 years paying paying the piper at the end yeah. yeah. So well, I guess the other point we're talking about is 
So we have health, money, and one thing I kind of was also here was relationships too. So uh, I don't mean relationships as in like boyfriend, girlfriend, but I, th I thought about it in terms of like trust, right? So trust is something that's hard to build, takes a lot of time, right, day in, day out. Uh, but it's really easy to break too. And I think sometimes like, like when I was looking at this thunderclap campaign I'm doing for the Kickstarter, it's like, like, hmm, like how well do I know these people to ask them to donate a Facebook post? And it was like, do I know them well enough as a relationship to ask them and send them a link right away? Or do I need to like kind of catch up a little bit? It made me think that like, hey, you know, relationships aren't something that you just show up one day and just like ask them for something. Like it takes time to invest in yeah. to build that. Absolutely. That's something that I've been really interested in lately. And part of the reason that I want to go back to Los Angeles is because I want to start investing in relationships. And I've had a lot of relationships easy where it's like, oh, quick, like we're quick automatic friends. And that's great. And, you know, sometimes those quick automatic friends will turn into better relationships later on. But it tends to be unless you put that time in to invest and like, yeah. hey, let's hang out, let's get lunch. Uh, and it's not a one-way street. You can't just be like, hey, I'm bored. I want to get lunch. There's going to be times where you're like kind of busy and they're like, hey, I really need to hang out. Uh, can you meet me for coffee? It's like you got to, you got it's a both way kind of thing. And that's something I'm interested in is working on relationships a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And I think the hard part is to like consciously work on that every week, every day, or not take people for granted, things like that too. Yeah, it, it absolutely is hard. Except, I don't know, from my personal experience, I find that like it's easy to put in that time when you're lonely or when you it's like Friday night and you want to go out but it's yeah. like it's hard when someone's like hey I'm moving can you help me move and you're like oh that's like the worst thing in the world like I really don't want to do that right now or, yeah like it's easy yeah exactly if you, if you take the easy route you don't invest in it and when you need their help like you need to ask them to move well why should they help you yeah whereas if you did like a brunch every month hang out with them you know catch up once in a while yeah you invest in that it, it makes sense too and so even I, I'd say that even just like sending messages every once in a while it, it's I don't know, it's something that most people don't do and it's something I'm trying to start doing a little bit more is like keeping in touch. Yeah, or just like commenting on their Facebook posts, things like that. And yeah. You know, it's probably just liking because everyone just clicks like. Right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's like taking an extra step to invest in a relationship. And I think one thing that really stood out this past week was that uh, shout out to uh, Derek Dodds over at wavetribe.com. So uh, I was asking him to join my Thunderclap and he's like, yeah, sure. Um, you know, when it's live, let me know. I'll also send it to my mailing list, my customers. I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. Like, that's really cool. You know, I didn't ask him to do it, but, you know, shout out, Derek. Uh, you know, thanks for the support. And I guess it goes to, like, the, making this podcast every week and he tunes in. And I think it's something that we've built over time, too. And that's the hard thing is sitting down every week to record like we are doing now, right? Well, the easy way is to just be like, yo, support my thing, but then no one's going to care about it. Yeah, that's, it's really interesting you bring that up because I think... Most people don't think about, hey, how can I actually help this person out? And it's, it's those small things that you remember. It's like, you know, it's the fact that he thought to say, hey, I can send it out to my email list. You'll remember that, you know, a year from now when he says, hey, do you mind helping me out with this thing? You're going to be like, of course, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'll yeah. send it to my customer list. Yeah, too. exactly. And it's, I think a lot of people think uh, about themselves to such a fault that, I mean, we were talking about this with the other other like e-commerce podcasts, it's like, you know, the, the typical, I think, American tactic would be like, it's just us against them. But it's like, well, yeah. it's more beneficial if we all kind of work together. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll at one point get a round table with everybody on the same episode kind of yeah. thing. Well, I think it all co also comes down to like your mindset. Is it like a scarcity or abundance thing? Too, sure. Right? So, it, so it's like, so I have two friends now that are making laptop cases too. Yeah. And I don't feel like threatened. I'm like, I mean, maybe it's the same argument, but I don't feel like like why shouldn't I help him? Like, you have two friends. Are they working on the same project or no? One guy's making a bamboo laptop case slash laptop stand. Oh, interesting. So I mean, it's kind of the same market, but I don't feel that 
you know, I should not help him. Cause, yeah, yeah. You know, when is it going to be released? I don't know. He's still time. prototyping. I don't think he's really... Got to get it out before him. See, this is yeah, this yeah. is where I start getting competitive, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I mean, he's still, he's still probably like three, four months, if not five months away, I think. Yeah. No, so. it is funny, because there is, like, points where... Like, if someone were to start a dance clothing company, like, like yeah. if someone in the community were to start a dance clothing company, I don't know. If it was exactly my market, I'd kind of... I don't know how I'd, I'd feel, but if it's like yeah. slightly different, where well, the bamboo thing is slightly it's different. It's a little different angle. Yeah. The person that wants leather and the person that wants bamboo, in yeah, my opinion, different, are different. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The vegan versus the carnivore. Yeah. All right, so Terry, then what is your answer? Do you want a hard life or an easy life? I think I want a fulfilling life, but whether you get there to the harder or the easy way is up to you. Though, okay. So, so I think, I think, because when I think hard or easy, yeah, you can live a hard life, but... I don't know, does it mean it's always worth living? So sure. I think fulfilling is probably the answer. So basically a life that's worth living is your goal. Exactly, but maybe the path to get there is through doing the hard things. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll agree with that. I think that I want to have moments in my life where I'm working hard. Like, I, I enjoy, I really enjoy hard work when I have a good purpose. Like, I don't enjoy hard work for the sake of hard work. I had a yeah. friend who, like, he would torture himself with hard work just to prove that he could do it. Where to me, it's like, I, if I know what my goal is, I, I've set that challenge, I love hard work because it's like, I don't know, it, feel like, it feels like something from a movie with like the Rocky theme song going, and I, I'm just sitting there working on something over and over again. But the, at the end of the day, I wanna be able to sit down, have my grandkids sitting there, and tell them about my life, and they just be like, what, yeah. that was your life? Like, I wanna be able to write a book about my life, and people be like, that's cool. You know, yeah. watch a movie about my life and people will be like, that's a movie worth watching. Yeah, it's like Joe Rogan says, be the star of your own movie. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And I think what I was saying, fulfilling it, whether or not that movie you're making, you could get there with the easy way, you could get there with the hard way, but everyone's kind of situation is different too. So no. I don't know, it'd be hard to get there with purely the easy way. Like, yeah, I guess. I feel like you need, I guess that's my one of my big takeaways is you need... Let's sit down and let's let's do some hard ass work yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of hard ass work, let's go do some. Uh, we're going up to the War Museum now, and which will be that's not that hard. That's okay. not that hard exactly. So. It, it, the hard part <laughs> is getting up and out of the yeah, door. Exactly. All right. So speaking of getting out of the door, uh, we'll catch up with you guys next week. A little short episode, but since we're all here traveling, so we'll do another one next time. And see you guys soon. See you guys later. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Build My Online Store podcast. If you want the show notes, make sure to check out the website at buildmyonlinestore.com. If you got an e-commerce store, every two weeks I lead a live mastermind call with about five or six of the listeners in two separate groups where we work openly together and solve a business problem that you have. And we're all there to support each other. So if this sounds like a cup of tea, make sure to check us out at buildmyonlinestore.com slash mastermind. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll catch up with you guys next week.